재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. Every Tuesday we tap into trends, popular culture trends, film, TV, music, art, you name it. We've got Nikki Kim here in the studio. She is the founder and author of a Korean culture and lifestyle blog called Neon But More. And we are doing part two of a little review of entertainment trends of the year 2016 as we approach the end of it. Hi, Nikki. Hi. I have to say you inspired me. Uh, last week we talked about movies. Mm-hmm. And I was on a flight this weekend and I, I watched... Um, the oh. uh, violent prosecutor. Oh, excellent. Was yeah. it good? Did you like it? I did like it. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. You got me all kind of pumped can, up for you it. You can kind of tell why it was second place, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it, it had a little bit of everything. It had sort of some action, some comedy, some poignant moments, and also this sort of fighting the system kind of thing, exactly. which I think taps right into the, the mood right now, the exactly, zeitgeist. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, good, good flick. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to work my way down the other ones. Kurt approves. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt stamp of approval granted. Excellent. We talked about Pusanheng. We talked about the violent prosecutor. What was mm-hmm. the other one we talked about? Um, the, the lady, Agashi. Agashi. Yes. Okay, that, that's next on the list. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> that's going to require a little bit more attention. Mm-hmm. So, we're moving from films to books. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you do a lot of reading in 2016? Yeah, I did. I think um, in particular when it comes to Korean literature, I, I wouldn't really say that it's, you know, one of the, you know, f- forefront runners of, you know, in the b- b- book world. Mm. But this year, uh, for the first time ever, a Korean author, Han Gang, won the Man Booker International Prize for Fiction for her book, The Vegetarian. In Korean, it is Chesik Juija, and it was released in 2007. But with the translation, it won uh, this year. And the translator got all kinds of accolades as well. Exactly. The translator, Deborah Smith, did such a fantastic job, a phenomenal job, really, um, translating that, this novel, uh, into English, but so, like, elegantly. It's mm. almost as though she was kind of talented herself yes. to even translate it so well. But, um, it was the first time a Korean author won this award, and there was a huge hype about this. And I was really curious, you know, why, why did this book, out of all the other fantastic Korean literary works, why did this book make it to such, um, uh, you know, a grandstanding? So I read it, and it's quite a short read. I read it all in a week. Did you read the English translation? Or? I read I read the English translation, and I read it all in a week, and I thought, oh, come on, like it's, it's, it's called Vegetarian. It's going to be about vegetarianism, <laughs> yeah. and I wasn't really that excited i just imagined it to be something to do with carrots and broccoli and cabbage <laughs> and actually it is so dark and twisted it is kind of so dark so dark and twisted and um i think that it really reflected a lot about the grit of real life korean society yeah. which i liked because it really uh, exposed another part of korea that was very different from the hallyu image mm. that you see on you know tvs movies music so counter 
narrative. Exactly. I think that's why it scored so well in these international competitions and with international readers, mm-hmm. because Korea, uh, very with very good intentions, Korea often cultivates this image of itself mm-hmm. uh, that it wants to project to the world. Mm-hmm, exactly. And every now and then, something slips past the goalie, like uh, size. Um, Gangnam style or this this book yeah. and it kind of peels back the the curtain and you can see real korea exactly so. and as as a um, as a korean uh, just freshly moved to korea while i was reading it i was thinking wow this book works in so many different levels i think the main themes are uh, family and uh, and identity mm-hmm. uh, feminism force and conforming and mental illness and self destruction and i think it the even the characters and the way that the story is, you know, kind of exposed, like slowly peeled away um, to the reader. I think it's uh-huh. uh, really telling about Korean society. For example, um, with the book, it's all told in second person narrative. Yeah. So the main character, Young Hae, um, her life is told through her husband, her sister's husband, so her brother-in-law, and yeah. lastly, her sister. There so are you three know, basic phases exactly. of the book, chapters or books. And it switches perspective. The very first one is from uh, her husband, right? Mm-hmm. And the first line kind of reels you in. The husband exactly. says, you know, I basically married her because she's a boring woman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she wasn't that exciting. Exactly. And I thought that I could, you know, we could have a little stable life. Exactly. <laughs> so so from the first, like, m- like moment... You can tell that you, you, you're not going to get Young Hae's voice. Everything about her and her identity is told through these other characters. And I think that um, tells a lot about Korean society. The fact that sometimes the family-orientated culture can be a little bit claustrophobic because your identity and who you are is kind of catered to your role. Uh-huh. So if you, you are, as you know, if you're a girl, you are called Onni. If you're a mother, you're called Omma. Instead of being called your name so you have these roles in society and there are these really throughout the book there are these moments when she's being uh, pressured intensely to submit to somebody else's will exactly. like the father or whoever exactly so it's kind of like how young hair's identity is being shaped through her family members and through other characters in the book and it it pretty much um it it gives a glimpse of the the life of a, a woman in Korea, how to please everyone else and always play the role of the perfect daughter, perfect wife, perfect mother, but really not being able to like be yourself truly. And when she decides to become vegetarian, it's her first time when she can you know find herself and is a really. Uh, like it's a shock to let's everyone. Just, for, for, I mean, many people will have read this book. Uh, for somebody who has not read it, let's just take the 40,000 foot view here very quickly. Um, she's a woman whose story is told by all these other perspectives and she doesn't have much of an identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's under a ton of family pressure. Mm-hmm. I find it very interesting that you threw the word feminism into this. At the same time, you've got issues of feminism and perhaps mental illness here. Exactly. Um, but she stops eating meat uh, and it's it's this kind it's kind of her way to push back, isn't it? Exactly. She throws away all the meat in the fridge mm-hmm. and stops serving the husband meat. Yeah, you know that's that's the biggest issue yeah. because um, you would think, oh, you know, her diet is her own body; it's her own decision. Right. But actually, it's not. It's like her body and her her life belongs to other people too. Mm. So what she does to herself affects other people, and that is when things start getting a little bit messy. Because to be honest, her her real reason for becoming vegetarian is quite innocent, but 
It's when other people start forcing her to eat meat and forcing yeah. her to let go of vegetarian. That's when it starts getting darker uh-huh. and getting a little bit grittier. Yeah. And I really think, in a way, this is a feminist book because, um, in the end, the the abusers are her husband, her father, and her sister's husband, her brother-in-law. And in the end, the two sisters are left together. So it really does say a lot um, about uh, women trying to uh, fight for themselves in a patriarchal society. And still to this day, Korean, Korean culture has evolved so much and Korea is now a fantastic, nearly first world country. Yet still we have these uh, gender imbalances and Hangang really put it delicately with the theme of vegetarianism. There's... This, I read this with a book club. We had a very lively discussion about this book. And I wish, in retrospect, that you had been there because uh, you make a lot of excellent points. Do you think that this whole feminist uh, and, and uh, woman's perspective thing gets in any way distorted by the weirdness of the book? I mean, Well, the thing is, is that um, because this is a book challenging also uh, like mental illness and also kind of like a woman kind of unraveling, mm. it really reminds me of another book called The Yellow Wallpaper. Oh, wow. And it's um, pretty much told very similarly. And I think it is a truly a feminist novel because it is it is about the victim of a patriarchal society so this woman would not have become mentally unhinged if it wasn't for all the patriarchal pressures put on her so actually if you think about it if she had been left alone uh, for vegetarian, you know, just to seek a life of vegetarianism, she wouldn't have taken such violent and self-destructive um, decisions, uh, you know, on her own body and her own life. Yeah, but I guess you have did. to view this as a microcosm. This is one woman's story mm. told by other people, yeah. and it's it it seems to be very ambitiously taking on the whole problem of Korea exactly. and distilling it into one person. And I think uh, one really moving scene for me was when uh, the main character, Younghae, she kind of remembers a moment in her childhood when a dog bit her mm. and the dog was punished by being put on a leash and dragged around on a motorcycle yeah, yeah. and it's a really, really, really visceral and grotesque sure. scene and um, she witnesses the dog kind of like running along the motorcycle and slowly dying and being yeah. dragged to death. And Younghae kind of relates to this moment and this is a pivotal moment in her life and scarring moment. And I think this also says a lot about the whole um, modern society where people are kind of, it's, I mean, it's like, a, it's like a slight jab at the workaholic culture. We are forced to do these things, but not really forced to. Like, we're not forced to like this dog, you know, physically being dragged by the neck. But we It have is hereby to. decided, Nikki, we are doing a book club segment together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you, very quick, did you ever read The Awakening? No. Okay, that's your next one. That's another theme of, you you know, woman kind of unraveling. But we've got to leave it there for now, Nikki. This has been incredibly interesting. I read The Vegetarian. If you haven't read it yet, you should too. Thank you very much for coming in. Thank you. And Koreascape returns right after this.